stories If you like tasty beers Open up your mouth holes And open up your ears For... No, but seriously, shut up. No, but up. seriously, shut yeah, up. This time, seriously, shut up. Well, you were screaming. I was, I was legitimately screaming gay butt sex. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> when I was asked to seriously shut, shut up. up. Um, uh, in a not super polite manner. No. Hi, everybody. Hi. On that note, welcome to our podcast. <laughs> uh, this is Booze and Brews. Yes. This is the podcast where we uh, drink beers and we tell each other ghost stories. Yes. And we try to make things scary and we try to burp into microphones and we try to make Engineer Bob laugh like a crazy person. And you yeah. are most likely going to be successful. <laughs> I feel like we're going to do all three of those things. Yay. Yay. Well, I'm Melissa. Oh, I'm Vanessa. I'm Engineer Bob. And that's Engineer Bob. Yeah. I love how every single time you point at him. I do, don't yes. I? I'm like, <laughs> you point. And today, hey, guys, and today, in case you didn't know who Bob was, you He's the one Bob. sitting over here. Hey, guys. And by guys, you mean me. The only hey, other one hey, in the room. Hey, Vanessa. Vanessa. Our live studio audience didn't come today, so. Well, that's a fucking shame. I was off- we were offering free cheese. I know, 200 empty seats just, just staring back at us like disappointment. What am I going to do with all these folding chairs we bought? I- WrestleMania. <laughs> oh. yeah. We're going to have some WWE in the backyard. Grudge match. Yes. To- off the top rope. Off, off the, the top of the steel oh. cage. That was me hitting the chairs. I started us down a road that I could bring nothing to. I don't yeah, actually like, know like anything wrestling. about wrestling. I was like, I'm going to make a, a WWE reference and I'm just going to kind of slowly <laughs> let the conversation <laughs> get away from me. Then. Hey guys, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back yeah. when you're done talking about wrestling. Exactly. Or, just let me know. Flag me down. Yeah. Or teams play sports or really any anything, anything that I don't know anything about. <laughs> you know what you do know about? I, you know what I do know about? Haunted Ireland. Woo! Yes. Look at that segue. Oh, that was that was close. Yesterday yeah. was St. Patty's Day. Yes, it was. it was. We went out. We had some beers. Lots of Guinness. Yeah. Lots of Guinness in our tummies. Some of us had more Guinness than others. Correct. I'm <laughs> um, looking at you, Vanessa. Yeah, I think I had eight. I mean, when the bill came and they had 21 Guinness, I'm yeah. like, that's impressive. Yeah. And well, I knew that I had not had that many. Well, I, I was yes. like, I when, think I had two. <laughs> when the bill came and you two had had four. Yes. So we're like, 21 minus 4 is 17. 17. I was like, yeah, that's those 17 are split two ways. That's, <laughs> that's, uh, uh, that's a high five, you guys. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a good solid Friday. <laughs> you made the Guinness people very, very I happy. Did. And they were on special. They're only $5. Yeah, and we Guinness did it for you. It is delicious. Yeah. It's smooth. It's easy drinking. It's not that alcoholic. So you can say drink eight over the course of an entire and, afternoon into evening. And from what I understand or hear that, because I don't actually know, but yeah. this is what I've heard. If you are into like watching your carbs and all that stuff, pretty low on the carbohydrates as well. Yeah, I've heard. So drink Guinness. I guess this is our ringing endorsement. Hey, Guinness, sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, Guinness sponsor yeah, us. Fucking get your shit together. We are hilarious. Yeah. We are adorable. And we like your beer. Yeah, I took a picture last night with your little stash for charity bullshit. So yeah, yeah give me free shit. <laughs> and you also got a free, very bright green light, which you flashed in our faces so bright. a number of times. It's and she whirled it around <laughs> like a helicopter propeller in my eyes. Yeah, like <laughs> one does. Guys, I had had some Guinness. <laughs> 
Oh, I really liked that light up there. Glass that was awesome. Look, I'm, I was kind of sad I didn't get one. The Guinness girls came by and they gave us like little like Jameson necklaces and like like little beads and stuff. And then she was holding one of them and like was turning it off and on, off and on. And I was like, what is that? Can I have it? <laughs> I was like, shiny, shiny, give it to me. <laughs> and then she was like, yeah, can we take a picture of you? And I'm like, if I get to keep that yeah. thing, then yes. You, you can, can do whatever. You could slap me in the face if you wanted. Just I wanted. give me the shiny. It lights up so bright. It is very. It was very bright. I did use it to look in my purse too. Yeah. It came in handy. <laughs> I got home. I turned it on, and I was running it around the living room and letting Sydney chase it, and she loved it. Yay! <laughs> Free cat toy. Oh. Thanks, Guinness, makers of excellent beer and cat toys. <laughs> Ding! Sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, shall uh, we? Uh, yeah. So in in the uh, in the theme of St. Patrick's Day, correct. Which we did celebrate yesterday. We're gonna keep the Irish party going. That's right. And so this week we've done haunted Ireland. Yes. Which, based on conversations yesterday, so we went out last night a, a group, a big group of friends for St. Patrick's Day. Bob and Melly came late, yeah, later in the evening. Mm-hmm. Correct. I had had all the Guinnesses by then. Yes. So we talked about, had conversations. Details are fuzzy to me. Um, I do believe you also picked a castle. I did pick a so castle. So we are like Haunted Ireland slash castles. Haunted Castles part two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we both ended up doing castles mm-hmm. because do you know what Ireland is just lousy with? Fucking castles. Sheep. Haunted castles. Oh. Everywhere. Drunk Irishmen. You Drunk can't Irishman. throw anything you without hitting throw, a haunted castle. You can't throw a drunk Irishman without hitting a haunted Hit castle. castle. A drunk Irishman can't throw a sheep without hitting a haunted castle. <laughs> nah. Um, <laughs> the I silly did, voices are out already. Yeah. I did. I did driving over here today. I was like, I wonder if I can do an Irish accent. Then I was like, Nope, nope, I can't. That's <laughs> what I decided. Um, and then I was like, I am not gonna do any accents this week because engineer, I don't think it's very good. I don't know Bob's if I'm doing it. it well, but I don't care. Oh, you do it. I feel like the only thing I don't say is like, Oh, faith and God, and where's my lucky charms? <laughs> That is racist. I am a leprechaun. I'm Irish. It's okay. I'm allowed to be racist against my own people. 66% of this table is Irish. Yeah. Six. <laughs> Two thirds. Yeah. I can do math, you guys. Yeah. I am not Irish. I just have an Irish last name. Do you name. have like like a little Irish in you? Do you? Every once in a while. Do you want some? <laughs> oh, but I'm... But I'm... By the way, I was supposed to say it. Two <laughs> Bob's like, it's not little. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty Me. awesome, you guys. I'm a perfectly normal sized Irish in you. <laughs> you got some perfectly average sized Irish in you. You got <laughs> some. <laughs> you want some mediocre Irish in you? Cause boy, can I help you? Yeah, I can't help you. No, you cannot help me at all. I can't. <laughs> You're useless to me. Guys, I again have let us down a road oh, I don't want us yeah, to be you did. on. That's twice. That's twice in like 10 minutes. God. Okay. Let's now bring let's it back talk about it. wrestlers let's having sex. It. Yeah. <laughs> no, let's talk about Irish, sex. Irish ghosts having gay butt sex. Yeah. I wish. I really wish I had some sort of Irish ghost gay butt sex or something to tie all of this in. I don't. <laughs> don't we all? I don't have any. I don't know that that's ever a sentence someone has uttered before. I really wish I had a story with some haunted Irish gay butt sex. <laughs> I think you might be the first it's person real, ever. You're, you're weird the first and specific person sentence. Yeah. to put those words together yeah, in exactly. that order. I applaud you. Congratulations. Of, uh, so proud of you. I, uh, if there was a story about that, I would read the shit out of it. I would be like, guys, I just read this amazing story. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you all about it. And then they'll make it into the next Hollywood blockbuster. Yeah, they will. 
Um, all right, so I am first this week. So my haunted Irish castle, since we apparently both did castles, um, uh, is one of the castles that I looked into when we did haunted castles the first time around. I didn't pick it because it didn't have, you know, 5,000 dead angry Scottish people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did like it a whole lot um, because it has it has all the things that I like in a haunting yep. and torture. And we know how much I love torture. Mm-hmm. You torture people to death. Like, that's a good time, man. That's just a For the torture. Er, that's a good ghosty making time. That is. That's a quality weekend. <laughs> we went to Ojai, did a little wine tasting. Tortured the shit out of those people. Tortured the shit out of a couple we, of peasants. Yeah, we just picked up a hobo and we... <laughs> we ripped his fingernails off. It was yeah, a lot of fun. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we shoved screws through his eye sockets. Yeah. I had a quality weekend. I don't know about you guys. I don't think the hobo did, but no, I mean, he's uh, a fake garbage person. No one cares about him. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Anyway, <laughs> we had a little um, little dark there. That was a little dark. Can we talk about the dark story yes. of uh, the castle? Yeah. So the ha- castle that I'm doing is, I thought it was Leap Castle because it's spelled L-E-A-P, but it's actually Lep Castle. Because it's Irish. Because it's Irish. Um, so Lep Castle is in the county of Awful. Oh, Awfully. O-F-F-A-L-Y. And for you geography nerds at the table, that's me. It's sort of right dead center in the middle of Ireland. Oh, cool! So if you forget about Northern Ireland, which most of Ireland does, uh, and just look at Ireland, Southern Ireland as a whole the thing, country of yeah. Ireland versus the it's sort Northern of right Ireland. in the bullseye center of Ireland. So that's where my castle is. Um, they're not a hundred percent sure how old it is. They think it was either built in like, um, like sometime in like eleven to twelve. Mm. Um, century they they like have said it was built in 1250 but no one knows where that number came from but like, dude just made it up yeah I, they just literally like like threw did they do like dartboards out of yeah. a bunch of numbers <laughs> like, i went 1250 it is that's how old this castle is carbon. oh it's a castle i don't know 1250 yeah <laughs> they walked Carbons, away they went in they went like did the carbon testing like you yeah. do with like and then like he actually like, like spilled his guinness into the instruments and he was like it's uh 1250 that's how old it is <laughs> yep yep 100 that's how old it is super fucking accurate um so what's cool about lep castle is so it was built in 1250 before it was a castle it was um it was an ancient uh like mystical site for the druids who lived there before so it's like it's like native american burial ground the irish edition the irish edition now you say druid and i don't know if you bob and i instantly giggling we giggled at each other we looked at each other because we are fans of the film this is spinal tap yep and they the have druids. Yes, <laughs> they have a whole bit about druids oh. and Stonehenge. Uh, anyway. Yeah, that's what they built there. Yeah, yeah um, short of me singing the song, I'm going to allow you to continue con- your story. <laughs> but no, that's where the giggle it was. All right, so I'll say druids every druids. time I say it. Yeah, please. Forward. No one knows who they were or what, what they, they were, were doing. doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> actually accurate yeah um so they've done much like we talked about a little bit when i did thorpe park and they did the like seismography down into the ground to like see what's in the ground underneath it so they were like underneath where lep castle is currently built there is another stone structure further down that probably got built up and over so they're like it was some sort of like ancient they don't know about mystic they say it's mystic, say but it's we mystic. can't tell. It, it, no, it's yeah. mystic. The, the science machines don't say mystic energy. It's not a Scooby-Doo machine. It's just... It just says rocks, you guys. Settle yeah. down. God, it's just <laughs> science. <laughs> um, so they think that the building that's underneath 
um, is from like 500 BC. Damn. So it's real, real old. The when the Druids were there, Druids. real, real old. The Druids. So <laughs> it's called Lep Castle because um, it was originally called the Leap of the O'Bannons. Um, because when they were building the castle, um, and this is old times Ireland when it was first a country way back in the in the old days, mm. in um, olden times. Yeah, in olden times, in your back in your. Um, was uh, super violent, super like vicious, would ki- brother kills brother, like all kinds of crazy, just like death and blood everywhere. The Irish people are not a friendly people, not even to other Irish people. Um, <laughs> so they were going to build a castle here because it was going to be the like home seat of the O'Bannons, which were uh, like the second in charge family of that center part of Ireland. Um, and so they were building it there were two sort of patriarchs of the family, two brothers. Um, and they were like, I'm going to be chieftain of the clan. And they're like, no, I'm going to be chieftain of the clan. And they're like, no, I am. No, I am. And so they decided what they would do is they would go to the point, these cliffs where the castle was going to be built. They would both jump off of the cliff and whoever survived the least fucked up would win. That so makes- you either die or you're chief. And maybe have Makes all the legs sense. broken. That's pretty metal, though. You know I what? like yes. that. That's it's pretty metal, yeah. right? That's how we should do all elections That's going forward. Yeah. Just, just, everybody, yeah, just Hillary and Trump just jumping, jumping off, off the top of, of Trump Tower. Yeah. yeah. Whoever bounces the most wins. <laughs> Done. <laughs> we'll scrape up whatever's left yeah, of them, exactly. put them in a jar, and let the jar of guts make a decision. <laughs> yeah. Good idea. <laughs> C- couldn't, couldn't be any worse than no. what we got right now. <laughs> Um, so, so that's why it was called the Leap of the O'Bannons, which then got shortened to just Leap, which in an Irish action becomes Lep. Um, and then sometime around the thir- late 13s, um, the O'Carrolls, who were the main uh, important family, the main like I'm in charge of everything family of Center Ireland, were just like, you guys built yourself a real nice castle here. I'm going to take it. Get the fuck out. Um, so then the O'Carroll family lived there. And those guys couldn't defend themselves because they were wrecked from having jumped, <laughs> jumped off, off a damn cliff, cliff like well, a couple of idiots. No, they're, they're like the O'Bannon family was there for generations. Oh, and okay. then the O'Carrolls were like, uh, you seem like your castle is fancier than our castle. I take your castle. <laughs> that was much more British than Irish. Oh, yeah, Very. Um, where are you from? <laughs> I don't know. The British part of <laughs> from Ireland. From nowhere. I'm from Scotland. <laughs> I'm just going to do the whole thing in a Scottish accent. I apologize to any Irishman yeah, who's listening to this. Or anybody, a, really. Yeah, yeah, or anybody. We've probably offended 90 people yeah. already. Um, so then it became a stronghold for uh, the O'Carroll clan. And the O'Carroll clan lived there for a really, really long time. And the O'Carroll clan was one of the most like wealthy, important, like political-wise families in all of Ireland. Yeah, take that, O'Carrolls. Um, and but it didn't stop they were super vicious super violent like murdery all any anyone would like cross them they'd just be like nope murder for you (laughs) you'd be like oh you didn't say hi to me in the supermarket murder just killed everyone did not care uh they also were not afraid to uh to murder their own family like they were so power hungry they wanted to like run all of ireland and they were just like we will kill anyone who gets in our way i don't care if you're my mom so much murder. This is very Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yes. Is there anything worth having in Ireland that that's like that all great? All the potatoes. All of it. <laughs> and think of how pretty it is. You can get all those rocks. You can have all that grass. You all the kiss sheep. All the Blarney stones. All of the Blarney you fuck stones. All the sheep you want. All the sheep gay butt sex. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. 
I feel like that's the first time that sentence has ever been. I'm a Gay, huge no, sheep, fan of starch. Sheep Kill me, brother. <laughs> Jeez. Um, so there's a story about in um, in Lep Castle, the, uh, the O'Carrolls, the current patriarch died. The current patriarch named Mulrooney. Mulrooney O'Carroll. They have the best fucking names oh, at this castle. So Mulrooney O'Carroll died. And then his sons, he had three sons, and they were all like, I'm in charge. No, I'm in charge. No, I'm in charge. Um, so... One day, the two oldest sons were both at the castle. Um, one of the sons uh, was named Thaddeus, and he was a priest. And he was in the the chapel in um, in the castle giving mass to the rest of the family. Um, and his brother, One Eye Teague, I don't know why his name is One Eye. No one expect. I assume I'm guessing only had one eye. Only one eye. Don't know what happened to Teague's other eye. It's like One Eye Willie. Yeah, it's like he wanted to be a pirate, but he lived in the middle of Ireland, so there was yes, no exactly. water. No. He was like, "We're landlocked." Built built himself a boat and just <laughs> sat on it all day. I'm a land pirate. Yeah. He had two eyes, but just started wearing the patch. He like he like pulls a sheep around instead of a parrot. He's just like, I am the worst. I'm lamb, an Irish pirate. Little lammy on his shoulder. <laughs> He's like all he's like pirate dreadlocks are green and orange and just yeah. um I'd watch yeah. that show if it was on TV, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, so <laughs> still so our old, idea. So old one eyed Teague came up behind Thaddeus in the middle of mass and took his sword and just skewered him right through. Just made a little brother priest kebab right <laughs> in the middle of mass. Whoa. The Thaddeus falls over onto like the altar bleeds all the fuck over it dies in front of the whole rest of the family and then one it was like yeah motherfuckers now i'm in charge did the rest of the family just be like no you're not because i'm assuming they're all packing you know so then they all like whip out their swords in the parlance of our times they were packing (laughs) they were packing (laughs) packing steel And then um, they come and they start stabbing at him. Step, step, no, step, step, step. so that did work. And he did become ruler of the clan Jeez. for like a solid two months until his cousin came in and murdered the shit out of him. And then cousin was head he of it. it coming, and then cousin's brother murdered the shit out of him. And then he took over. They were just murdering. There's a lot of murder. So much murder. All the inside family murder. Just, family ties that bind? I don't know bind? how no. there were any O'Carrolls left, to be honest, because it seemed like they just murdered all of them. That's why they had so many kids. They're like, in case yeah. in case half of you get murdered, we still have yeah. some to make more. Yeah. I like mean, one they, were, they were Catholic, so. They, yeah, so all they, the babies. they like, made all the babies. Ding! Get inside! Stop fucking the sheep! <laughs> Fuck women! We need more O'Carrolls! <laughs> yeah. We're running out! Look, yeah. we killed 16 O'Carrolls this week alone. We really, we need <laughs> gonna more. need some more We're gonna fucking need a few more. of women, less sheep. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, uh, from this point on, that chapel became known as the Bloody Chapel, um, and it's uh, it's one of the aptly m- named, yeah, and it's one of the like most haunted places in the castle. Makes sense. Um, there, it, it it always has a sort of glow to it, like it's always bright inside, even when it's nighttime. And for years, the castle the castle was burned in like 1922, like almost to the ground. Um, as much as you can burn stone. Um, and even like people would be like walking by or whatever and be like, there's fucking light coming from inside of that. And they would go and investigate and they'd be like, it's the chapel and it's just kind of glowy. Um, he had glowy blood. Yeah. Blood. There's also lots of stories about seeing like a priest just walking around just like, because it's, it's now been restored, so it's now, like, a, a real chapel again. And then, like, sometimes you'll just walk by and just be like, oh, there's a priest, like, giving mass, but there's no one sitting there. Like, oh, no, that's a ghost priest. That's ghost priest giving ghost mass. 
to the ghost people to ghost people um so and they think that maybe the reason that it's so haunted in this chapel is not because of poor thaddeus who got brother kebobbed by one-eyed teague um is because they were a new family moved in in like the mid 17th century and they were just like this isn't fancy enough for us and they were doing a bunch of renovations and when they were renovating um they found a a little secret uh compartment in the back of the chapel called an oubliette which we had one of those yes. in chillingham castle secret, as well secret secret so an oubliette which i learned in doing my research for this time it's french for forgotten it's french for like I forget about you. That's mm. what it means. So it's a place where you would send people to die. Most castles, they use that room for like storage or for like if the castle's being taken over, it's like your safe room. You go and like mm. board yourself up in there and no one can get in. No one knows mm. the room is there. Jodie Foster's in there with you. Yeah, exactly. Just Jodie Foster Kristen and Stewart Kristen needs her Stewart. Damn, <laughs> she needs her diabetes medication though or else her insulin, she's going to die. I can't or it's believe where you've Jareth seen throws, that movie. It might be where Jared throws Sarah with... No? Yeah, no Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Okay. Labyrinth. One mm-hmm. person. Yeah, it's the power of voodoo. Yeah. I've voodoo? seen Labyrinth. You do. Do what? The power of the babe. Aww. I baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the second time we've sang a song from the Labyrinth on this oh. podcast. Yeah, no, I'm into it. Just give me the opportunity and I will take it. <laughs> um. Yeah, so... Bug. Um, I had the window open. I'm sorry. Yeah, we opened yeah, the window. The bugs come sunny. in. Um, so when they were doing these renovations, they found this oubliette and they were like, oh, uh, maybe there's treasure inside. No treasure. But you know what they did find? Three cartfuls of human remains. Oh, God. They, I was about to say people. They said cartfuls. Cartfuls. Yes. They All s- those old carols, they just shoveled them into a cart and so, put them in the room. So they said, like, they were put, they were trying to put the bodies together. It was too much. So they started just counting skulls. Oh. And there were over 150 <gasps> skulls in there. And apparently, the room had been redesigned so that the bottom of it was covered in giant wooden spikes. So you would... So while, like, normally in Oubliette, like, you'd put dead people or, like, a dying person or whatever, like, they were like, oh, I assume this was built to put live people into, to push them down. They're impaled on spikes. Then they die die. slowly, surrounded by a bunch of other dead people who've already been impaled on the spikes. Or, or just dead person storage. I don't know. I bet it smelled really good in there. Oh, yeah, right? Mm. I was also Wait, it's like, right off of the chapel. Would, it's like under, it's like in the northwest yeah, no corner of the chapel. That? It's literally like in the chapel. There's like a secret door in the floor that when you open it, you're just like, what's down there? It's just death. Death and like, all the smells. They're like, oh, come to church. This will be great. You go to church and they're just like, oh, what's what? that push? Yeah. Close the door really quickly. Yeah, because it stinks. Well, and the O'Carrolls were really... Uh, they were murdery. They were terrible. And yes. they were, uh, they were like known throughout the country to, to be uh, like the most vicious people in Ireland. So there were two stories about uh, they were like warring with another ch- clan or whatever. And so they hired a bunch of mercenaries from a neighboring clan to like, hey, can you come fight with us and we'll pay you? Um, do we want to take these other motherfuckers down? And so this other clan is just like, yeah, we got you, O'Carroll. So like, you're the most powerful family in the yeah. area. You were a good friend to have. Yeah. We'll totally help you. So they come and they do all their fighting for them and the dying for them. And then they're like, the O'Carrolls are like, thank you so much. Like, we're all going to have a big celebratory oh, no. dinner at the castle. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And then they made them a wonderful dinner full of all the poisons. Um, <laughs> and, and then they threw them in the oubliette. Oh, my God. Um, and so the story, this story got around. So then at some point in later in the future, they, the O'Carrolls again needed mercenaries. And they were just like, hey, um, other family, 
how about you guys come be mercenaries for us? Um, because otherwise we're just going to kill you instead of the people we're currently warring with. So you come be mercenaries for us because we're the most powerful. We're in charge over here. So they were just like, okay, fine. So they do it. They war. They win. And then they're like, come back to the castle no. for a big celebratory dinner. And they said, you know what? We're good. We don't need any dinner. We're just going to go to bed and we'll wake up and we'll leave in the morning. And they were like, okay, you sleep tight. I totally won't slit all of your throats, your throats. as you're sleeping and then throw you in the fucking oubliette. Oh, <laughs> so God. they did it more than one time. There are multiple stories that are like not that far apart, like less than 50 years apart. Fool me once. Jeez Louise, you guys. I know. And just eight, go home. Well, and each time it's like. 20 to 30 people it's not like five people it's like a whole fucking family like they hired one family to take out an opposing family yeah and then they took out the family that stood up for them so they're like i think they're trying to rule ireland by being the only ones in ireland <laughs> but do they know how just pro- them and sheep do they know how procreation works like well no because they're only fucking o'carrolls right right but don't they understand the that problem. after a while you know that no, doesn't they work didn't. They didn't Very have well. science back then. They didn't all, realize. They had, all they had was steel. <laughs> they didn't realize that. Or iron. Your, I don't know what. Fucking yeah. your sister's probably not a good idea. Potatoes. Potatoes. Maybe like a second Potatoes. cousin. Potatoes. Yeah, maybe if they only fucked second cousins. Yeah, okay. I'm sure that that's what they yeah, did. They yeah. seem like rule followers, these old oh, carols. Yeah, they are nice people. Smart um, folks. Yeah, so they killed a bunch of other fucking families. Um, and so there's, that's why they think the chapel is so haunted because it has all this crazy negative energy from this little murder dungeon room. Um, and they said that once they were doing the reconstruction on the castle in like the 17th century, um, is there was a huge uptick in hauntings and in paranormal activity and stuff. And they think it's because whatever was sleeping, they like let it out, woke it up, um, which also woke up other things. Maybe we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but so there's this there's a story the guy who currently owns Lep Castle he's um, he's like a big Santa Claus of a man and his name is Sean Ryan um, oh, that's a very Irish um, And he is a musician, apparently. I don't know. Um, but he is just like, oh yeah, there's a there's a gentleman who who lives not the not the priest uh, priest Thaddeus brother skewer. Um, there's a, a guy who lives there who lives in the Obliat, and like sometimes he'll like peek out and like walk around the White Chapel a little bit, and then if you see him, he gets real nervous and he scurries back down into the, the little room of torture and death. I was just like, how sad is that that he's like a ghost. He, but even as a ghost, he like can't leave. He's like afraid to leave. He's so afraid of the O'Carroll family that he's like gonna stay in this tiny, spiky, smelly room of death, even as a ghost. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. Just go, let it go. I'm not gonna sing the song. <laughs> Just let it go. Sean Ryan, and he's adorable. Right? He's a, like a delightful like oh, Irish is, Santa Claus. He's that's, delightful. That's what he looks like. Right? I love that he like lives in this beautiful castle that there's just like a Toyota Celica parked out front. <laughs> yeah. <It's- laughs> he should only get around in like horse and buggy. Like if you're going to live in an old castle, yeah, man, like really you got to like it. do it. He, I mean, he's doing it with that look, man. That's yeah. true. That newsboy cap has not been popular for a hot minute. <laughs> but I suppose when you look like that and you own a castle. He's yeah. not even wearing it backwards. Like oh. you did with the Nike swoosh. On no swoosh. No it's not even like a Sam Jackson cool yeah. hat. Um so so the O'Carrolls <laughs> lived in um the O'Carrolls lived in Lep Castle for a really long time. Uh at some point in the mid seventeenth century, the um the like current head of the O'Carroll family was a gentleman. I, Joe. I didn't I didn't write down his name. We'll call him we'll call him Carol O'Carroll. 
Yeah. Um, that is now fa- fact. That is true that I put on the sound internet. That's right. So that is the thing now. His name Can't is take Carol. it back. So Carol O'Carroll had a sister um, who um, she fell in love with one of the British soldiers because this was during all of the warring with okay. Ireland and Britain, which I mean, really, that's all of history. So yeah. much yeah. warring. Um, so she fell in love with one of the British soldiers that was like in the jail underneath the castle. Um, and she would like sneak him food and little love notes. And they had a whole Romeo and Juliet thing going on. And then eventually she's just like, no, like I can get you out. Like, let me figure this out. And so she figures out a way to get to escape him. Um, so she gets a key or whatever, gets him out. The two of them are like stealing away in the night. They're like walking up the stairs out of the dungeon and her brother, Carol O'Carroll, uh, who's the head of the O'Carroll family. is just like, I knew you were going to do this. I'm like laying here and wait for you. Like, this is some bullshit. This is not what we O'Carrolls do. We are not signing with the British. Um, we just kill we just everybody. kill other we kill Irish people and British people and ourselves <laughs> we kill everybody. everybody we kill everybody so he has a sword and he like pulls his sword out and he's gonna kill this British uh, soldier guy to like show his sister who's boss British soldier guy is way better than Carol O'Carroll steals the sword back from him stabs him with it he dies because he's dead the the sister now owns the castle she's now the one to inherit she's the next nice. one in the line so he's like cool let's get married now it's my castle all the british people go free oh <laughs> so that is when it stopped being she got hoodwinked no i think she was fine with it oh. i mean wouldn't you be happy to not be an o'carroll anymore if this was your family history that's true like and some sexy british man comes over with the like chutzpah to murder your brother for you we and, don't know that he was you. sexy we don't know uh, what any of these people oh, look I like i think he was jude law Okay. I imagine a guy that looks like Sean Ryan with like two teeth. Oh. No, I yeah. went like an Andrew Lincoln sort yeah, of a, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, You're I, thinking more handsome British. Yeah. I'm thinking like yeah, realistic I went hands- British. No, I went handsome British. <laughs> um, so that's when it became uh, the like uh, in home of the Darby family. So then the Darby family, so it got taken over by the British um, because this girl fell in love and she was just like, I don't care anymore. Um and they lived there. The Darby family lived there until 1922 when the castle was burned down. Um, and the castle was burned down. Some people think that the Darby family burned it down themselves for taxes because they were in the middle of the war. Um, and they were just like, you own a giant fucking house and a bunch of land and the taxes are crazy. And then the Darby family didn't even really live there like they hadn't lived there for like five or six years and they were just like no we don't own that castle this anymore is, this is our summer castle burned. we don't even really stay there burned. so much burned um there's a funny story about the guy who left who was left at the castle to like take care of it when the darby family left and he was like yeah some guys came in in the middle of the night and they were like hey can we stay here and he was like my castle and he goes downstairs and opens <laughs> up the door and then they were like had uh guns and knives and they were just like no we take you captive now you and your family have 20 minutes to pack your shit up and move out we're burning the castle down oh damn and he was like no please don't burn the castle down like i'm gonna get in trouble and they're like 20 minutes tick tock motherfucker like go get your infant children and get out of the goddamn castle so he's like man and he grabs all his stuff and he like goes to the i don't know faraway caretaker cottage or something and they burn down like more than half the castle damn. um and and so then like two days, so then the poor guy is like trying to get a hold of the Darby family and be like, your castle is burned down. I'm so sorry. And he's going through all the like wreckage and trying to salvage what he can. And he's storing it in the other half of the castle that wasn't burned down. But the town that surrounds this castle, um, 
because this castle had been run by the British and it's in the middle of fucking Ireland. So the Irish people were like, oh, did you, oh, thanks for pulling that painting out for me. I'm going to take that. Oh, that's a real nice chair. It's just got a little bit of soot on it. I'm going to take that. So he was literally like digging through everything to pull out what he could to salvage it for this family he lived for. And then the townspeople was literally like taking it in the front door and the townspeople were just taking it all like, back right, out the back door. Yard sale. <laughs> it's all for free. I don't see a price tag yeah. on it or nothing. So apparently <laughs> that's happened to me. I understand the, the pull to have people steal your shit as oh, you're taking woman. it out. Hey, are you getting rid of this table? No, that's our table. We're we, moving in. We're moving in. That's our table. We go upstairs. We come back down. It's gone. Table's gone. Table stealer. I fucking told her. It wasn't even. I was like, this is my were, table. This were is my you table. a Brit in the middle of Ireland? Yes. That no, we were an American America. in the middle of America. 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 Yeah, that sounds like America, though. Yeah. Let's be honest. Um, these days. So in these troubled times. <laughs> so the townspeople were just like took everything out of this other half of the castle, um, and then and 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 then like two days later they had. It, that's how long it took them to take everything out. And then uh, he goes back in the middle of the night. The caretaker guy's like, what in the mother... Fu- the other half of the castle's on fire. <laughs> so the people came back. They burned the second half of the castle. And he is running over there. He's like trying to put it out or trying to like save any anything this else he can. Guy. And the whole town is just gathered around watching him and laughing. Just <laughs> like, yeah, that's a, that's a real good fire. You're not going to put that fire out. Like no one would we, help him. We worked really hard to yeah. set that. Look, we are not going to help this, you put it out. This fire took some work. Yeah. <laughs> this was a town effort fire. Um, so then all the castle burned down. And the castle was burnt down for... It stayed burnt down until like... Uh, like in the 70s, someone bought it, started trying to repair it, had a bunch of trouble because they couldn't keep workmen there. Um, yeah. Like people would fall. Tools would go missing. Even that uh, Irish Santa Claus man, he bought the castle in like 1991 mm-hmm. and he was trying to do a bunch of the renovations himself. And then he uh, he was like trying to fix something and he was up on a ladder and someone just pulled the bottom of the ladder out from underneath him and he fell three stories. He oh. broke his knee. And then so that put him off for a couple months and he couldn't do any more repairs. And then he was Damn just like, okay, chaos. I feel better now. I'm going to go try again. So he goes back. He's like fixing something else um someone put a marble on the staircase fell down broke both ankles and then he was like nope now i hire workmen like whoa <laughs> and i hope they have you know like just warning you guys we're really strong angry ghosts there's so there's some angry ghosts but where like bubbles wrap if you could do that because you're gonna fall down some stairs yeah like reinforce your ankles and yeah. knees yeah exactly yeah. um these are leg hunting ass ghosts. Damn, that's he, creepy. He also though. brought in uh, like psychics and people to like try and clear the space of the negative energy, mm. um, which he thinks has helped a little bit, which is nice. Sure. That's um, a lot of negative lo- energy. A lot, lot of Irish Catholics up yeah. there willing so, to perform exorcisms on your castle. <laughs> so when um, so the Darby family lived there, the last uh, line of the Darby family to live there before they skedaddled before the fire in 1922. Um, was uh, the wife of the couple was named Mildred um, and she was super into like the occult and like into dark shit and so she was just like my husband has an ancestral home that's a fucking haunted castle yes we're moving there (laughs) so she moved in and she started like having seances and like she did a bunch of like automatic writing stuff with her and her friends to try and like see. She bought a Ouija board from Milton Bradley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she Super authentic Ouija boards. <laughs> um, she made one and called it Mildred Bradley. She also wrote. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I almost missed that. That was real good. 
I'm Jesus sorry. <laughs> that was that was not good. <laughs> that was really good. Oh my god. I'm not I'm not proud of it, but uh, I'm you should be proud of it. it. I'm glad I own oh, that it. one. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, so they think. Um, so she was like really into it. She started talking to the ghost. She started to keep very detailed records about this ghost lives here and does this. This ghost lives here and does this. She also started writing like fiction, like horror stories set in the castle about oh. the ghosts, which were published and were popular in parts of Ireland. She wrote fanfic about her house. Yes. Yes. I love it. Right? Yeah. She was yes. just. Can we get this? She's like a, a housewife who was like bored talking to ghosts in her fucking seance or in her her uh, her Mildred Darby Ouija board, um, <laughs> and uh, and she was just like, I'm gonna start writing stories and selling this shit. Um, so what what they think happened though was that when when she was there and she started trying to talk to all the spirits and this was also around the time that they uh, they were doing the renovations and they found the oubliette with all the fucking dead body uh, stanky mm. room um, so they think stanky be- room between Stank. her reaching out and then all this weird energy being released into the place they think it woke up something that they call the elemental ooh yeah oh, which is why this go. castle is good because not only is it has ghosts it has the ghost of like a cryptid like it's like cryptozoology and ghosts together nice let's let's delve into this <laughs> elemental yes. shall I we i'm know. excited so they call him the elemental and some people think that he is an ancient spirit that was put there by the druids to protect the land druids, the druids. um and it was just all it was it was mildred and the release of all these ghosts into the castle that sort of woke him up again um or they say it's a ghost of an ancient o'carroll one of the first o'carrolls to ever like take control of the castle actually um was a, a very small like slight of flying man who died of leprosy um and and they he, were crazy bastards so yes um and so also where um where lep castle is built is the intersection of two of the like biggest ley lines through europe um so it's Mm. like right in the cross section of that which is why the druids picked it as their special magic um so he only comes if you try and reach out to him you try and talk to him or you're like shitty to him um so apparently he looks like a small man most people describe him as the size of a sheep and I was just like, but he's a human. I don't know why you would say the size of a sheep. A sheep-sized like, man. They were like, if a sheep stood on its back legs, this is how okay, big this man is. Okay, because it's Ireland, and that's all they yeah. have yeah. to all like. Have, like is, is it bigger than a bread reference? Is it bigger than a sheep? That's all they have. That's all they have to. How so, tall is Patrick McGillicuddy? Six sheep. He's or like maybe six sheep tall. Yeah. 35 potatoes 35 tall. Sheep. 35 sheep. 35 potatoes tall. <laughs> He's two and a half sheep and 15 potatoes tall. Yeah. Remember the first time I went to London, somebody mentioned that he was like two stone. And I was like, what the fuck is two stone? Yeah. Two sheep. They just... <laughs> two sheep. Look, it's a big rock with a sheep on top of it. And the sheep has a potato balance on top of his head. Yeah. He's just a car One stone, two sheep and a potato. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's a, he's a small man with a disfigured face. A face that is said to look gaunt and inhumane like inhuman um, where his eyes should be there's just empty black cavities and his nose has like rotted away and apparently you know he's there before you see him because you smell him because he smells like sulfur and like rotting flesh which is why they maybe think it's this old Carol guy who died of leprosy Leprosy. and that's why his fucking face is rotten away and that's why he smells like death Mm -hmm. because he was dying Mm -hmm. does does death smell like sulfur though that sulfur I know like brimstone right 
a smell of demons and yeah. hell. Quick, you guys, let's get leprosy and see if we start smelling yeah, like yeah, you. You first. Yeah, where, okay. where do you go to get leprosy these days? Yeah, I'm sure you get it on the Amazon two-day shipping. <laughs> like the guy that liked our YouTube thing. Yeah, he yeah, was, yeah it's exactly. He, he got said all discreet and, and safe shipping. Yeah, so maybe he'll of ship what? us some crack? Was it crack? Meth. It was oh, meth. 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 Okay, he's going to sell um, us meth. Maybe. Or steroids, whatever we want. Just, oh, I want leprosy. Hey, thanks for your interest in our podcast. I was just wondering, I'm not really interested in meth, but I am looking for some leprosy. I say we 100% comment back to them and see what they say. Let's do it. Take guys look on the youtube for this exchange okay um so and they say that what he does is he doesn't like attack you um but he can somehow change the atmospheric pressure of the space around him so he lowers the atmospheric pressure which like negatively charges the ions in the area um and it causes what they did scientific experiments like when this guy pops up this is what happens and it causes a serotonin hyperfunction syndrome and what it and that's basically like you get heart palpitations you feel dizzy you feel nauseous uh like makes all of your hair stand on end and then eventually you pass out because this is a real like scientific thing that happens to people when the elemental comes around and they were just like this is how he's doing it he's lowering the atmospheric pressure around him that's his like demon superpower. superpower atmospheric pressure what a- how cool is that ghost and science guys ghost and science ghost he can, can change science. the atmospheric pressure which causes you to pass out yes yeah so you feel like you feel like short of breath you have heart palpitations you get you- dizzy you get nauseous and then you and then, fall then eventually face. you just like you just start to feel like many people and there's a ton of first-hand accounts on lep castle has a great website really leans all the, the spooky stuff all this uh irish uh, santa claus man he's all about how haunted the castle is so there's a bunch of information on his website about it and it like cites back to specific like this is who this dude was this was his name this was his grandfather this right. is where he lived like it's a bunch of like legitimate like ancestral knowledge nice. about the O'Carrolls and the Darby family who lived there, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, and and so he's brought in these people to do these tests and they're like, this is what happens. But so there's a bunch of firsthand accounts written about what it's like to meet up with the elemental. And they were like, basically, it feels like you're dying. You feel like you're dying and then you pass out and then you wake up and you're fine. No. That sounds terrible. Yeah. That and, sounds like the worst. And what's crazy is, so when uh, Mildred Darby lived there and she was like, you know, taking all of these notes and writing all of her fanfic about all ghosts and stuff. <laughs> so when she, she had a couple run-ins with the Elemental and she would write these first-hand accounts of like what it was like. And that's, that's it's very similar to what people experience to this day. Oh, wow. So, and then when they were able to like find the science behind it, they were just like, yeah, he's been doing this as long as he's, as he's been around. Um. So that's a... I'll, and, they, and they attribute it directly to the spirit. There's nothing weird about that part of Ireland where there's a pressure no, difference. No, and it's the, like, it's not it's not one specific part of the castle. It's like, sometimes it's inside, sometimes it's on the ground, sometimes it's, just it's like in the other It's wherever he's walking around it's at that time. It's wherever you, like, sort of... Yeah, wherever he comes for you, you have... Because a lot of them are like, I was on the stairs and I passed out and fell down the stairs. Or like, I was asleep in bed and I woke up and he was next to me and then I had all, you know. Like, you can mock the elemental, but one day he'll come for you. Yes, the elemental will come for you. And <laughs> he smells like death and sulfur. He smells like death and Satan's farts. Oh. And, <laughs> and his face is rotted away. Oh. Uh, he's as tall as a sheep. I don't know. I just feel like it'd be fucking creepy. That would be... Yeah. yeah. So the the current uh, sheep sized fart man with no face. <laughs> sheep sized faceless fart man. Um, faceless fart man. 
<laughs> so, so I want to uh, go to the castle and be like, <laughs> "Where's the chapel with the sheep-sized faceless fart man?" <laughs> or is he outside today? See, I guarantee <laughs> you that pisses him off enough oh, to make I you. I bet do- he will come. For- Look, he might come for you now. <laughs> Call me a fart man, will you? <laughs> I'll make you feel like you're dying. <laughs> I'll give you what for. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Have fun passing out, fuckface. Um, yeah. So the guy, so Irish Santa Claus who lives there now, is just like, yeah, he still does show up if people like anger him. But if you, he's he's like chill. Like if I'm cool with you, you're cool with me. He's like, I've personally never had trouble with the elemental okay. because I would never do anything to anger the elemental. But like ghost hunter shows come and they're like, fuck you, elemental. And then like, okay, I'm gonna make you feel like you're dying. Like. I'm gonna make you fall down some stairs. And if, there's been a shit ton of ghost huntery shows, like all the like ghost adventures, paranormals, most haunted, which is my favorite, which mm-hmm. is the very polite British ghost hunters yep. have been there. Excuse me, Elemental, if you're able to just, could you whistle? Could you whistle for me? Yeah, they don't ask him to whistle, but it'd be delightful if they that did. That would be. So, does he? This is fascinating to me. Like, <laughs> so. He doesn't make you pass out unless you're a jerk to him. Yes. If you, if go, you anger if, him, he comes for you. Now, if you're a friendly ghost hunter saying, hey, Elemental, would you whistle? Yeah. Do you want do, to whistle? Does, will, will, he come, will he come in and, uh, hey, and it's whistle, just me. whistle, fart smelling. I'm, no. I, I'm he, ugly and stinky, but I'm not going to fuck with he you. He doesn't like to, he he wants to be left alone. Oh, so I feel got like it. If, even if you were just like, hey, Elemental, cool What's guy. What's happening, dude? Left you some Dubliner cheese and some Irish soda bread. Happy St. Patrick's Day. I think he would still come for you because he does like, I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> Where <laughs> do you fuck. think the smell comes from? <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah, fuck. And then he pushes you down the stairs. Or no, he makes you pass out He makes you stair. pass out until yeah. you fall down the stairs. Um, yeah, so I, so I wouldn't call him at all. Even if you were trying to be nice to him, I wouldn't okay. call him. Got it. Um, so now we get into like the actual like ghosty ghostiness of it. So there's a bunch of ghosts that live there. Because Mildred lived there, there are all these like very specific stories written that you can like, there's this guy who lives in this room and this guy who lives in this room. But a lot of them she saw like once or twice. Um, there are three main ghosts that she has had dozens and dozens of accounts with and that to this day if tourists come to the castle which you have to set up special tours it's not open it's this gentleman the uh, Irish Santa Claus there. lives there yeah. his house he's got his Toyota Civic parked out front yeah, he's got the, he he's lives got the there out front. he's got the he's got all the elves in the back room making toys yeah for the Irish girls I, and boys I, Irish toys yeah, Irish yeah. Toys. <laughs> just a bunch of sheep yeah. yeah just a bunch of fucking sheep sheep, sheep, sheep little, dolls and shillelaghs right. little that's, Guinness baby bottles and, that's all you yeah. got oh, um, so the so there are two ghosts named Emily and Charlotte who are little girl ghosts. Yay! There we go. Dead children. Good tie. Um, so Emily and Charlotte were sisters who lived there in the 1600s. Um, and Emily was Emily and Charlotte were playing in the castle. They were like uh, they went outside. They were playing along the edge of the castle or whatever. And poor little Emily slipped and fell. And died. Oh, At 11, Emily got all smooshed. She would not be head of the clan. She does not get to be chieftain. She did not survive the fall. <laughs> 11-year-old girls do not fall, do not survive falls from giant castle walls on the edge of cliffs. Now, that wasn't even a cliff. It was just like castle wall fall. No, I think it was a castle, castle on top of cliff. So I think it's like... Oh, so she double. Yeah, oh, okay. she double fell. She's super So she would have made it. Yeah, that, was, that was some William Wallace she was, shit. She was double metal. Du- yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. Jumped off of a fucking evil castle. Um, Hell yeah. And her, I'm going to write that record. Um, and after after she died, um, her family, so her mom and her dad and her sister, Charlotte, moved out of the castle. And then we don't really know what happened. But Charlotte, who was the older sister, um, is seen as a ghost with young Emily. So Charlotte Aww. was like 12 and Emily was 11. 
seven. So like maybe Charlotte left maybe left the castle and like immediately died. Maybe she came back as a form of a child and the, the two girls, they just play together. They like play on the stairs and you'll hear them like running and giggling through the halls Aww. and stuff. Aww. She just um, missed her sister. And like sometimes there's a bunch of tourist stories about they like, there was a little girl in a pink dress and she was like playing on the side of the castle and then she fell off the side of the castle and then we ran over to like help her or whatever and there's no body. Like Aww. she's a ghost. She's like just falling over and over again. And the reason that they know it's these two girls is because Charlotte was a cripple. Direct quote from the website. Um, She had a leg that she couldn't like, she couldn't walk on. So she like dragged her foot behind her. Uh, so so they were like they see these two girls playing and whatever and one of them like has a lame foot so they're like no that's the sisters that they're these two little girls who lived in this castle together in the 1600s and one of them died here Um, one of them's all smushed one's got a goofy foot I know I was a little bit like so the healthy one fell because you feel like the one with the goofy foot right? her balance can't be that good well no maybe she was like I'm not climbing up on the fucking castle wall I've got a drag foot back here I'm not this is a poor decision for yeah, playing I Emily yeah. how about you climb down yeah and then oops, we can play in the bit. garden it smells nice you're not gonna fall to your death no no, no. so much falling to my death yeah um so so that's Emily and Charlotte little little girl uh, ghost just adorable. running around giggling playing together having a grand old time yeah, I good... think saying the fuck away from the elemental that would be my suspicion nowhere well. near the fucking elemental um and the ghost that people see the most often is called the red lady mm. and she is a big tall woman like really tall like lots of times people think like is that a dude no she's in a dress that's a woman i just keep picturing melisandre from fucking game of thrones yeah oh yeah um so she's a a a, a tall woman in a long red dress um she's gorgeous i assume she's redhead because it's ireland and i'm racist like that um they all are we wants the redhead yeah so (laughs) all the pirates wants the redhead (laughs) show them your larboard side So they they think who she is is she's a woman who lived in one of the neighboring towns. She was captured by the O'Connell, the O'Carrolls when they lived there, um, and she was brought to live at the castle as like a sex slave. Um, and so one of the O'Carrolls like was raping her all the time. She got pregnant. She had the baby. Then the O'Carrolls murdered the baby because. They because didn't why want, not? They because were, that's because they were they like, do. this isn't a no Carol baby. Right. Plus, they like to murder their own kin. So yeah. I don't. Might yeah. as well just start them young. Yeah. Bloodline's just not pure. I haven't fucked yeah. my cousin. So. Exactly. Yeah, so this one's going. Yeah. Look, look, neighbor town lady. You're not a no Carol. We murder listen, all the children. That's a stout, rapey powerful lady. baby, though. Uh, yeah, I know. Baby from a giant woman? <laughs> I know. Um, oh, so, Carol's missed the boat. So they killed the baby in front of her with like a silver dagger oh, aren't they nice um, and she distraught over watching her infant child die grabs the like dagger and stabs herself and dies um, so she is still walking around the castle people see her all the time they say she walks around like from room to room um, like sort of like sobbing and like weeping she's very very sad she's lost her baby she was like kept as like a rape slave and then they murdered her baby in front of her it was not a good time for no. the fucking red lady no um, surprised she didn't kill herself earlier she yeah. would come oh like she's often comes if you are a mother and you're staying in the castle and your children are in the castle 
she will like she will come and like wake you up in the middle of the night um and the women get this sense of like i have to go check on my children yeah. they get this like they don't know if it's that she's like whispering to them in their sleep or something no one hey, sees her talk like lady listen they're fine. Baby's they're fucking fine look i've got the fucking baby monitor if I, I know he's crying i'm ferberizing him okay yeah, he's got the crimes of sleep crimes of learning to self-soothe jesus <laughs> read some dr spock um <laughs> So show me the book when you have a minute. <laughs> Turn the pages for me. I have ghost hands. <laughs> um, so they, so she will come and like wake up w- mothers who stay in the castle in the middle of the night. They also say the most common room they see her in is the blue room, which during the time of Mildred Darby, when her and the Darbys lived there, that was the room that they used as the nursery. Um, oh. So Mildred Darby would say, like, oh, the, the red lady was in the room again. She likes to stand over the beds of the sleeping children, and she just watches them and cries. Oh, God. She just watches oh. the babies and cries. And now that the babies aren't in the room anymore, now the room is like a sitting room, but she still, like, comes and she walks around, and she's, like, looking for the babies. There used to be babies here. Oh. No, she's like, I gotta protect the babies. No, you're dead. Just be dead. Gotta protect the babies. That's my Irish accent. It's real good. <laughs> that just sounded angry. We gotta protect them babies. You're like a weird uh, southern. Them half-breed O'Carroll babies. Um, protect which, them. Which brings me to my beer. So I chose a classic Irish beer. I chose uh, George's Killian's Irish Red oh. for the Red Lady. Um, and here. also George Kill. Ian. Ian. They for did a all lot the of killing. killing that the O'Carrolls did. Yeah. Yep. Just so much kid murdering. Like, all the kid the? murdering. Murdered his kin. They, they all had like some sort of weird mental instability. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. Oh, Jeez. for sure. And all the un- inbreeding will do that to you. Unbeknownst to, to Vanessa, one of my dad's favorite beers. It's a really good beer. Yeah. I had trouble tracking it down. The gentleman at the Bevmo acted as if they'd never heard of this beer before. I was like, I think it's a fairly common it's beer. Pretty also, popular. it's fucking St. Patrick's Day weekend. Why don't you have any Achillians? And they were just like, Kegillans? Like, nah, dude. Clean out your ears, you asshole. Get it together. (laughs) You got wax in your ears. They had to like go to the back to get it for me, which is funny because then I was like, I don't know. I'm having so much trouble finding it. I think it is part of a big conglomerate. We looked it up. It is now owned by the Miller Coors family. Very. Coors distribution. Get your shit together, Bevmo. It's fucking St. Patrick's Day. Don't um, sponsor us, Bevmo. So, so Georgia, so Killian's, it's a, it's an Irish red. It's brewed in the Irish tradition. They've been around in, um, since 1864. So a good long time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's delicious. It's I, a delicious I red love ale. It. Goes down smooth. It's real easy drinking. I'm done with mine. Melissa's is done. Mine's I know, done. I know. Well, You've been telling the story. Kid murder. I had to tell all the kid murder. <laughs> she was like really <laughs> amped up for the yeah. child murder. I had to tell you about the smelly sheep fart man with no face <laughs> and the like, kid murderers i am gonna have nightmares about the elemental now and yes. it is your fault because you made me call him the, the sheep-sized sheep faceless fart, fart, fart man, man. <laughs> okay but if you do can you write good notes about it before you pass out so that we, we can talk about it on no the podcast? if i feel like i'm dying my first instinct is not going to be take notes it's going to be Try not to die. Okay, my no. heart's palpitating. Take that you? Is that you, sheep-sized faceless fart man? He's some big scary cryptid. And Bob's like, I mock you. <laughs> yeah, I you know. are playing with fire, motherfucker. As soon as this goes up on the internet and he can download it, he's coming for <laughs> he's me. Coming. He's coming. <laughs> definitely. Hey, look, uh, uh, sheep-sized faceless fart man. Rate, review, subscribe. Yeah, please. <laughs> 
It was a great podcast. Then they started fucking with me. I don't like it anymore. Look, if you want to come be a guest on our podcast, feel free. But we will not fly you out. You'll have to come out at your own expense. You're going to have to float your ass over the pond. Yeah, exactly. Gliding over the ocean. You seem to be tied there because of the druids. Druids. The druids. Um, but yeah, so that is the story of Lep Castle Yay. Um, in Central Irish Ireland. Central Irish. That's super Central Irish, Irish, Irish. Super That's Ireland. where all the Irish people live in Ireland. Now, Excellent. Melissa needs to do some prep work. I do. Her. And I have to go potty. And she has to go potty. So we'll we'll come back to you in just a minute. Bye. Oh, bye. Bob, I broke this. <laughs> we are back. Hello. Welcome back. We so, are back and we are in trouble. Yeah, yeah. So we, you'll notice a distinct difference between the before the break voices and the, and the after, after the break voices. That's right. And I have three words for you. Irish, Irish car, car bomb. bomb. <laughs> yes. For, for, for this incredible Ireland episode, my wife, I decided, who is a delight. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm so awesome. Said just, it would be oh. a great idea to do gr- Irish car, car bombs. bombs. So between because fuck sh- you. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. If you're curious Here's about the Irish drinking of that, please follow us on Instagram where you can find us at... We're at uh, a Booze and, and Brews podcast. podcast. Booze and Brews Podcast. We have a story have up right open now. open to the page. I have it open to the goddamn page. <laughs> like, and she's uh, looking like, around I, don't, I look around absentmindedly. Uh, these like, are the after effects of the Irish, <laughs> Irish car bomb. Irish car bomb. So yeah. if you don't know what an Irish car bomb is, let me explain. It is... One half to three quarters, or in Bob's case, the entire can. Yeah, so I did of Guinness. half a Guinness. Melly, I think, did half to three quarters of half, Guinness. Yeah. Bob, Engineer Bob, for the win, did the entire can. can of Guinness. Yeah. The whole, the whole fourteen point nine fluid ounces of pasteurized stout. Oh, it was man. delicious. I mean, it's, Guinness is delightful, though. Guinness it's is delightful. And then beer. into and that, you drop a shot glass that is half, half and Bailey's. half Bailey's and Jameson. Correct. Irish whiskey and, of course, Irish uh, cream. Some it's sort of yeah, cream, which is like cre- strengthened yeah. with whiskey. Yes, that's what Bailey's is. So it was Irish on Irish on Irish, yeah. and fuck, man. Yeah. So we just so, did that. And the thing about an Irish car bomb is, so you drop the shot glass in. You the have to drink Bailey's it. starts to curdle immediately in the Guinness. So you, it's not a like you sip on this drink. It is you are taking a shooter that is half of a Guinness. Yeah. yeah. That or, is two shots and half of a Guinness. And or you have to pound an entire Guinness yeah. Yeah. before your face yeah. is Bob's disgusting. a trooper. Yeah. Bob I'm, is trooper. I'm an idiot. Vanessa did it. I couldn't do it because it went up my nose and then by the time it got so curdled, I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, I, I did not understand the uh, shot glass to beer ratio with the physics and the splashback and I got all the beer in my face. Got some and Guinness in your face. Distracted. A little bit. Um, but I drank all of it. You did. I did. Like Finish strong. You got like it. Finish strong. B plus A D minus. I'm gonna no. I'm gonna say C. You get you get a C. passing grade. Yeah, pass. You get a C. All right. All yeah. right. So, but don't be proud was, of it or anything. No. Oh fuck! I'm not proud of that. D's no. get degrees, man. It's totally fine. That's fine. <laughs> C's do too. Um, so my degree in Irish car bombing. So now I, everyone majors in everyone minors in Irish car, car bombs in college. Yeah. Um, so now we're gonna. I'm gonna sip on the other half of my Guinness. Me too. During your story, um, but that's why we left before break. That's right. Being like, hey, Vanessa's story is done. So cool. And we came back from break being like, ah! yeah. it's because we just had all the booze. Because Melly's drink was a go Went fuck yourself. To, we yeah. literally started 
like we were going to come back in, Melly reached up to grab her microphone to pull it down and she just broke it off of the stand. Pulls it right off of the mic stand. She just fucking hulked it right off ah. of the stand and she holds it, broke it in her hand and she just goes, Bob, I broke this. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bob, like the wonderful man that he is, yes. came over and fixed it for her. He did. And I could not breathe for laughing so nope. hard. He was so funny to me. She just ripped it off with her brute strength. Ah. It was like, Bob, I broke this. With her beefy Hulk with arms. I lift ah. I'm flexing. So swole. I'm so swole. I'm so Irish swole. No. I'm no. like German Polish swole. I'm so German Polish swole. swole. I'm Polak swole. I'm from a, lifting beer bottles. I'm yeah. a Polak swolock. <laughs> it's the name of my new band. I've had some drinks. You guys, guys, we've had a lot of alcohol in the last. This podcast five is officially off the rails. I feel like a car bomb <laughs> is a way to go from from like happy to fall on the floor yeah. real quick. That hit me real hard. I'm I've feeling made a good, you guys. I'm feeling loose Bob, and conversational. Bob is like he keeps apologizing for how drunk he is because let's be honest, Melly and I, we do all the research. We come mm -hmm. and we tell the story. Yep. Right. We provide most of the content for this podcast. Right. However, we could do none, none of it of without it. engineer Bob. That's right. He does all the behind the scenes shit. He, I go, let's be on YouTube, and, and he's, he's like, like all okay, right. I'll figure it out. He does everything for us and now he's so drunk he's like i don't know what's he's happening a big giggly. A huge mistake. <laughs> he's like i instantly regret this decision and there's another beer in front of me so let's see where this goes that's right because right. we uh decided that we were gonna have the killians as our because, chaser oh yeah, yeah because killians I, chaser because killians comes in a six pack yeah so uh, you the six of us there's there's six of us. There's six, there of, us right six now. of us now. There's three of us, so that's two, two Killians each. a piece. Two Killians and one yeah. car bomb a piece. Woo. It's like a stone, a sheep, and a potato. Uh, the drunk <laughs> version. The drunk version. sheep-sized fart man. Sheep-sized fart man. Hey, you guys. Hey, you okay. guys. Okay. Hey, wife. Okay. Hey. I hear you have a story. Hey, hey, hey mom. It's your turn. Hey. Tell hey. us a story. Hey. Hey, hey, Melly. Do you know what would be really cool right now? What? If you had a story about a haunted castle from Holy Ireland. Holy shit. Do I have a story for what? you? It's what? It's What a coincidence. Oh, my God. What a dink It's super coinkadinky. So, yeah, because Ireland is, you know, old and there was a monarchy, there's a lot of castles. Um, and I'm going to do one, too. I'm going to drink down my Guinness. My Guinness that screamed as I opened it. Did, it did, like a fucking it sad made a ghost. weird... I popped the top, and it went... Yeah, ah! as the nitro ping pong ball <laughs> released its nitrogen for the delicious, creamy head. Yes. It goes... It literally, like, my Guinness screamed as if screamed. I was murdering it when I opened it, and I giggled. <laughs> and and, and so, I, of course, so, assumed it was the ghost of Arthur Guinness howling at her from the I, void i said zero fucks arthur no nope. give me your creamy deliciousness <laughs> I want your creamy beer i had 25 of you last night yeah i'm just we're keeping have, it going we're just gonna keep this tradition alive of a lot of saint patty's day boozing All right. oh guinness tastes good yeah so you guys um i'm gonna tell you about malahide castle in malahide dublin county ireland malahide how do you spell that m-a-l-a-h-i-d-e malahide okay Oh, it's the Malahide. It's the Malahide Castle. It's in, yeah, Dublin oh, where's County. Where's the garden? Where's my Malahide Castle? It's the, <laughs> that's it. That's my only Irish accent. So it's located for those geography dorks, meaning me. I'm doing this for myself at this point. It is located just west of Dublin. And where is Dublin? Dublin is in the northeastern part of the country. Okay. I was it's like, don't say in Ireland. <laughs> it's, it's located in Ireland. It's, it's in the Ireland. Irish part of Ireland. Um... 
but yeah, Dublin, <laughs> the general Ohio part of Ohio, is over there. Um, it is actually very close to the town Tullamore, which makes an Irish whiskey itself oh. called Tullamore Dew. Which one I, of my wife's favorites. One of my favorites. I I'm love surprised it. you didn't do Tullamore and Bailey's. You know, I thought in, about because it. it doesn't. They're they're all Irish whiskeys. It's Irish. We like our whiskeys. True. It didn't have to be Jameson. It's not traditional. I feel like a traditional Irish car bomb is Jameson. Well, Bailey's. I mean, if there's anything our podcast is, it's, it's traditional. traditional. And if I may, the the Jameson has notes of uh, vanilla in it, which pairs well with the Bailey's. Yeah, I do feel a like really Tullamore smooth is, drinking. Is more experience like, in your car bomb. <laughs> I feel like Tullamore is more of like a green mossy sort of a flavor. Yeah. Agreed. Whereas Jameson's a like crisper flavor. Yeah. Both are excellent. Both yeah. are delicious. We I should have a, a whiskey of- tasting podcast as well. That will be the next one that we do. Um, we'll be way more loose and conversational on oh, that yeah. one. If we each, we, I brought a bottle of whiskey. You brought a bottle of whiskey. whiskey. We're each going to drink Let's one. Let's just talk about something while we drink whiskey. Let's talk about whiskey while we drink cool. whiskey. Teams play sports. Teams play sports. Um, so, so Malahide Castle, Malahide Malahide Castle was built in 1185 by King Henry II of England for his friend, Sir Roger Talbot. Okay. So your castle older than my castle. Yes. My castle is a smidge older than yours. And it's a monarchy buddy castle. It is. Gotcha. So it was English castle. So King Henry II. So it's a spy castle. Kind of. It was more of like a, hey, you know, protect the this area of Ireland we're gonna do whatever spy but yeah. King Henry the second King Henry the second okay um and so the property was with or remained with the Talbot family until 1979 so it was with long fucking time the yeah. Talbot family do they Talbot own, family uh, department stores I wish uh, Irish you went to department, department stores. stores what I went to was like a a, a buddy cop comedy <laughs> with. Henry like, the Second and, and Talbot, and Talbot. And Sir Richard I like, Talbot. Ta- I was like, oh, isn't Talbot's a department store? It is. Yeah. Okay. Just double checking. No, no, you're totally <laughs> right. not an Irish you're car like, bomb. I trust nothing I'm, that comes out of my mouth hole right yeah. now. Here we um, go. So it was um, sold. So in 1979, it was sold back to the um, I guess local council. So now it's owned by the Irish government, and it's you know you can go and tour it and do stuff like that. But it was sold because of inheritance tax. We kind of briefly touched upon that. On your story, um, somebody died, and they're like, well, fuck, we own a castle. We're going to have to pay taxes. I don't have enough money to pay for these taxes. Castles are fucking expensive. Yeah. We're just going to sell the, just tax, take the, or the take, castle. Take the castle so we don't have to deal with this crap. To pay for the tax, yeah. 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 Um, and then You're there was, welcome, Ireland. Yeah, God. How many Santa Clauses live in your castle? Yeah, how many Irish Santa Clauses well, live in your castle? Well, none now. How many Toyota Celicas like, live in front of your castle? <laughs> Zero, and that's where my castle loses. Yeah. Um, there was a brief period between 1649 and 1660 um, where the Talbot family did not have control of the castle, and that's actually where most of my story will take place. 1649 to 16- So, like, just over 10 years. Exactly, 11 years, to yeah. be exact. Um, 11 is just over 10. It is just over 10. That's um, how math and that's works. where uh, most of our story will take place. Now... For those of you non-history buffs, um, the time between... Don't make eyes at me. I <laughs> like history. I don't like geography. No. So 1649 to 1660 was um, actually right in the time of the English Civil War. Um, their Civil War was between 1642 and 1651. And that's where, um, in that time, they had two opposing sides um, so I'm going to have to get a little history heavy get with this there. in order to really kind get of like there. explain. It Let it out. Explain Dearest, my story. Give me all the history. Is this the War of the Roses? It is. I, I don't know if that's what the English Civil War was called. I don't know either. 
I just um, heard that of was, it. Uh, the War of the They were fighting over roses. Pink ones are better than red ones, and you can go fuck yourself. It's like, I never promised you a rose garden. Oh, yeah? War. Stab. War. <laughs> stab, stab, stab. stab. War. war. Mace, mace, fire, mace, mace. Good. Yeah. What so, is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely. Say it again. Say it again now. <laughs> War is not good for anything. Okay, so England was involved in a civil war between 1642 and 1651. And it was made, there were two opposing groups of people. Mm-hmm. One was called Roundheads, and the other were called Cavaliers. Now, Roundheads were those that sided with um, Oliver Cromwell and the removal of the monarchy. They did not want the monarchy at all. They wanted like a proper British like republic okay mm-hmm. um and I'll, also in in this version of it in my head mm-hmm. he's been replaced cromwell's been replaced by alistair crowley in my head okay so he's just <laughs> fucking sex magicking all over the all right, goddamn so place he's, think of sex magic i will what um, we don't want is a monarchy what we want is sex magic oh, yes you I, i'm gonna do that you just try and stop me <laughs> <laughs> so the term roundhead actually appears to have originated because with, of balls <laughs> no i wish no, it's actually related. It's a bald guy with a wrinkly head. <laughs> um, no, it. I wish it was with the short cropped hairstyle that many of the Puritans who then came to the United States gotcha. wore at the time, um, and they were on the side of Oliver Cromwell, where they did want. Crowley. So Alistair you could Crowley. see that their heads were round because they had no hair. They had a very short, kind of cropped haircut. We see the roundness. Super original with the nicknaming no. in no. the in uh, the uh in the Britain in the sixteen hundreds. No. no. But you know So this was like try. the Royalists versus the like the monarchists. Yeah. Got so it. the Cavaliers were the people that supported um, King Charles I, who believed in the divine right of kings, a doctrine that maintained that he had been appointed monarch by God. And that, yes. at that point was super like, God made me king. Yeah. And, and let's be honest, most monarchs have done that throughout history. Throughout history, yeah. Because why wouldn't you if you could? Yeah, if yeah. you were just like, no, I'm king because God said so. Boom, boom. Talk the mic, walk away. Yeah, that's there's a real nothing, good argument, man. There's nothing anybody can say to that. Yeah. Like, oh, did you talk to God? Because I no, did. Because I'm I his instrument on earth. Boom. The Pope said it's fine. <laughs> so um, I called him. We are cool. We texted. We he text- sent me a thumbs up emoji and a winky face. Um, <laughs> he sent me a winky face with a little heart kiss. Ooh. Little Pope film, frisky, frisky Pope. So <laughs> the you know because they were appointed by Irish God. Irish car bombs. They could therefore do no wrong. And so Charles uh, the first had some money troubles. Um, he was involved in a lot of wars. And so... Warring. Of, people always warring. Uh, uh, people yeah. were warring back As then. As people were want As to bitches, do in those days. Bitches be warring. Yeah. And so what happened was when... There are bugs in this apartment. <laughs> yeah. I'm not crazy. There are bugs. No, there are bugs. Um, so when Parliament refused to give him money in 1629, he was like, ah, fuck you, Parliament. And he dissolved them. And <laughs> Oh, that's the ultimate power move. It right? is. It was like, we're done. And they he, were like, look, you're grounded. And he was like, oh, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. You are actually not. Uh, beheaded. Huh? Head on spike. Done. I want money. You can't have it. Now you don't have a job. Now you don't have And nothing. I'm taking all of your money. I yeah. would be such a good monarch, guys. <laughs> if you guys want to make me queen, I'd be so good at it. I'd be really good at it. Such a good queen. He used medieval laws to um, raise taxes himself in order to earn or to you know get the money that he was in need of okay so yeah he like wanted to buy a new polo field because he like promised someone a rose well, garden I think, uh, yeah exactly no i think it was just a the war, war of the rose garden <laughs> war of the rose garden 
Um, so he, yeah, he raised taxes independently. And then when that failed 11 years later, when all of a sudden he was like, no, I need more money, he actually called another parliament back to session, was like, okay, you guys, more parliament. And then he goes, but I need more money. Did you get it? Bob got it. Bob hey, got it. Hey, Bob got, like got the bug. Like a solid Khajiit. You just got that right out of the sky. Khajiit has wares if you have coin. Khajiit has wares if you have coin. <laughs> um, so he recalled. So many inside baseball jokes about Skyrim. So he- Our Skyrim podcast starts next week. <laughs> yeah, please listen. Um, so yeah, he called another parliament to ask for more money. In 1640. So wait, he goes. I want more money. He can't no, have it. No. He goes. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck he said. Out. He said. Dissolved. Dissolved. And then he said, No, but I really but want more wait, money. You and guys, it was like resolved. Resolved. And hey, can I have more money? And they're like, What the <laughs> fuck, dude? So um, naturally, that created a lot of issues, and that actually led to a death warrant being signed for Charles the First. Who signed that? Who, yeah, who signs that? Fifty-nine members of parliament or various members like politicians do you think in England were, at that time do you think they signed were, a death warrant for Do you think Charles? they were supposed to have 60 and the like 60th guy was just no. like, nah, dude, I'm good. My no head idea. looks real good in my body. Don't want it Love on it. spike. Love Super it. fine with this. Yeah. That's Love wild. Love you. Well, you could just, if you're a member of parliament, you could just be like, kill the king. Well, that's we what, signed a piece well, of paper and says it's cool. The Wouldn't it be great they, if what, Congress could just murder the president? Hey, man. Well, in these, tr- in these troubled times, <laughs> Irish car bombs. Um, I don't know. And I think that's why we had an English civil war because you had part of the population that was like, no, the king is the divine leader and you can't remove him from power. You can't kill him. You can't do anything. And then you had the roundheads that were like, no, I mean, no, you could kill him. You maybe just shit. shouldn't. Well, you shouldn't. And yeah. then they're like, you had the roundheads that were like, no, we don't want, we want an actual proper empire that's not ruled by a monarch. We don't believe in that. We want like a, proper republic with the you know government and Mm. blah 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 so upon charles's um execution because they did kill him damn and they signed the death warrant and they got him and they killed him they got him and they killed him. hell yeah and so his son he was just so like is this happening to me (laughs) i'm the fucking king i was put here by god yeah and they're just like and they're like they're like hey let god help you now Head off. Head off. That's exactly what they did. They chopped his head off. Yeah, they so, were fond of that, man. They liked son, them taking the heads off. So his son absconded from the country, was like, I gotta go. Yeah, yeah. I don't blame you, buddy. I don't yeah. blame you, yeah. Charles Jr. So he left, and at that time, that's when Oliver Cromwell took over the country. Aleister Crowley. <laughs> Aleister Crowley. Um, and so... <laughs> all the sex magic for everyone. Uh, sex magic for all the peasants. Everybody. So Oliver Cromwell decided to start uh, putting his people into power in the various locations throughout England and Ireland, actually. Now, because um, the Talbots, who were Catholic and they were Cavaliers, they were supporters of the king, Oliver Cromwell realized because of where they were strategically, it was a good castle to have on the side of the British. Yeah, so it's what, a real good castle. It was a great it's a castle. Real good castle. It's so a what they did... The um they kicked the so Oliver Cromwell, Alistair Crowley, he kicked out the Talbots. Love you. And um he put in his own people. So what they actually were doing at that time is Cromwell's men were forcing all of the Cavaliers west. 
And the Cavaliers are the royalists. Yeah, are the ones the who like we support support the we king. support the headless king. Yeah, and at the same time, um, also Catholic. So again, now we're also getting into a religious thing. So most Is it of the Catholic pe- versus Protestant. Is that what's happening? It's Catholic versus Protestant, but it's also Catholic versus atheism. So what? Oh damn! Because you Here know what Protestants go. are not atheists. Yeah. Yeah. Or just I guess you know religion or whatever. So say what you will about Oliver- the tenets of national socialism. At least it's an ethos. Thank you, Don. Uh, no, Walter. Thank you. Um, so it's like God versus no God. Yeah. King versus no king. <coughs> Burp. Um, so That's they, what I'd say about so that. So a lot of the Cavaliers were removed from their location, you know, from their houses, and they were forced west because they were like, you can go over there and you can go down. You can go you, have your king over there. You can go fuck uh. yourself over there. <laughs> yeah, you can go fuck yourself. So Oliver Cromwell put in a man named Miles Corbett. He said, you know what, Miles? You've been good. You were one of the 59 people that signed the death warrant. In fact, Oliver Cromwell was the first and Miles Corbett was the last to sign. So yeah, the top uh, and the bottom. Right. And he signed so his they, name real big, John Hancock style. Yeah, so John Hancock's Corbett. So oh, fuck him. No, so he was British. bookended oh, okay. their rebellion. Yes. And treason. Let's be honest. Oh, that's super what treason. So he, Donald Trump would have none of this. None of it. So um, Oliver Cromwell put Miles Corbett and said, you know what? You're going to have, this is your castle now. This is your domain, your land. Like you were going to rule this area. So he said, thanks for being a friend. Exactly. Here's, Here's a castle. castle. He was very anti-Catholic, anti-monarchy. Um, who drink, Talbot? Tal, uh, okay. Sorry, Corbett. 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 So now we have, so the Talbot family has been removed from the castle. Okay. Miles Corbett is now living there. Gotcha. Now, so he, the Corbett's moved out the Talbots. You could see my confusion. Oh, yeah. There's and a lot I of And I car bomb deep. You could yeah, see my well, confusion. Well, there's a lot of T's involved. <laughs> so during Corbett's stay at there's Malahide. There's so many T's and potatoes. There's so many potatoes. He did not get along with most of the local population who were Catholic. Shocker. Mm. Shocker. Um, did and, he give them sheep to fuck? He did not. What he did actually was try to outlaw the religion altogether. Oh, that's oh. a solid move. Yeah. He that's vandalized. A real friendly move. Super friendly. He vandalized the local ab uh the local abbey, the local like chapel. Yeah. yeah. And he also he set up fucked all the ner- all the nuns. All the nuns. <laughs> he also and this is where Miles Corbett gets a little check in my uh, good column is he set up a brewery in the chapel oh. as another way to vandalize <laughs> your fucking Catholicism. So I'm going to fucked the nuns right out of the abbey right then turned it the, into a brewery. Then turned it into a brewery. He's oh, got my vote. Vandalized <laughs> it. Fucked all the nuns. Support. And set up, made some beer. Um, he was like where's your god now? Yeah. And then eventually he convinced Oliver Cromwell to send Alistair Crowley his knights to completely destroy the locals' other oh. place of prayer. So the so knights of Alistair Crowley came in and killed all the fucking Catholics. Wow. They didn't kill the Catholics. What they did was they destroyed their place of prayer. Okay. Um, it's and just as bad. So the people saw him as a dictator. So they, so they were like, their God no house. Yeah. yeah, essentially. Yeah. And yeah. that was they his said, big way of controlling God, them. I, they said, I'm Godzilla. I come in. I I'm kill you. Stomp, 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 stomp. For those of you who don't know, my wife comes from a big Godzilla family. Huge Godzilla family. Oh, yeah. Her grandfather, true story, is Godzilla. Yeah. It was true. Did you know that Dan Wire yeah. was actually yeah. Godzilla? Yeah. Gra- Grandpapa Wire, Godzilla. Godzilla. Uh, Explains actually, her ability to just pull microphones off of mic stands. Using her Godzilla this. strength. Bah! And then the the other side of me apparently was like King Kong. <laughs> um, Bob, I broke this. Bob, I broke this. So, um, 
Corbett was the Lord of Malahide until the restoration of Charles II. I'm thinking about it again. I'm laughing all over again. It was so funny. You guys have to recognize that when my wife pulled that microphone off the stand, it ruined Vanessa for a while. For a while. It has re-ruined her. I don't know why. I don't know. It's so funny. So... She's still laughing. She's like red faced. Um, I'm head gonna, in her hands. I'm gonna keep going with my story. I'm gonna listen. Please Corbett. Continue. Corbett was the Lord of Malahide until the restoration of Charles II um, in 1651, 1652, at the end of the English Civil War. So they brought him back from France. I think that's where he went to. And so when Miles Corbett saw that his time was most likely up as Lord of Malahide Castle, they were restoring the monarchy. He was like, fuck, I'm out. So he fled to the Netherlands. Um, and when Charles II came back, what he decided to, he was like, you know what? I'm going to send a message. I'm going to fucking kill all 59 of you. I'm going to execute you. I'm going right. to. And number 60 is just like a fucking tool. I, like, you oh, yes. <laughs> I goddamn knew it. So um, it was all the 59 people who signed the death warrant against his father. So what they did, he was in the Netherlands at that time. So somebody betrayed his location to the British, who then went to the Netherlands, picked his ass up, brought him back to uh, England, where he was hanged, drawn, and quartered. Yeah, that's a thing they used to do. Like the drawing and quartering they used to do to dead people. They yep. didn't do it to live people. That seems no. like a waste. So yeah, he was yeah, he was dead. hanged no. first, they were and like, then they, they drawn him. They were like, we super murder you. Yeah. yeah. We You're dead, but we're going to pull you into pieces with yes. horses? Yeah. It's like uh, they would also sometimes like murder someone and then burn the body in mm-hmm. like a ceremonial way. Yeah, they were like we double murder you. Yeah, and that was just to send a sign, be like, you know what? Don't fuck with this monarchy. This is what's going to happen to you. We're going to hang you. We're going to draw you. We're going to court you. The real, if if they had to pull your ass apart, if they had pulled him apart first, first, that had to be worse than hanging. Yeah, I mean, I would take the hanging honestly versus being pulled apart by horses. Yeah, I mean, I'm little. I feel like the chances that my neck would snap, our neck would snap, snap would be my neck would snap. Um, and so since then, since that time, Vanessa's is like, nope, we're done with the beer. I don't like guys recently on this podcast. I just get super duper drunk. Bob took my beer. And taker now, of beers. Bob Quinn, taker of beers. Taker of beers. Engineer. Continue with your of story, podcasts, dear. Taker of beers. So I'm since, totally composed and listening to your story. So you have a full fucking beer. You stole my beer. Give it back. Wait, wait. Th- this one's yours. This one's yours. Oh yeah, that's God, fine. Don't, that one's fuller. Don't share germs, you two. Um, so I have all the malaria now. Leprosy, please. All the leprosy. All the leprosy. I have all the face rotting leprosy. <laughs> I have all the demon farts now. I have all the yeah. sulfur. My <laughs> nose is actually in my mouth right now. I don't know how it happens. It's, yeah. Um, so since Corbett's death, his ghost is said to haunt the castle. Um, he is seen. Was he killed on the castle, castle property? Mm-hmm. So they brought him back to the castle, and then that's where they said killed him. So much murder. Yeah, this is you so were th- so th- dead. Th- they hanged him on the property. Yes, and then they, they pulled him apart they on him the property. They drew and, and quartered him. him. Yeah, into four pieces. Yeah. So he not into five. Weirdly enough, quarter. They four. didn't quintal him. 
So he is seen running through the castle every anniversary of his death at night, but then his Wait, ghost, running through? Yeah, like kind of running through the castle. Like like all four pieces of it? Yeah, streaky. Oh, this is, it's funny that you say that because his ghost will also occasionally appear at other times during the year um, and people will see him in a full suit of armor that will then fall apart into four pieces. Yeah! Oh, that's real good. Yeah. That's, that's real awesome. Good. Yeah. So that is... Uh, the story of Miles Corbett. So you will. I like see Miles that. Corbett. Yeah, Miles Forbit. Hey <laughs> oh, so, wow. So this. <laughs> wow. This You're castle. Welcome. Malahide had um, five notable ghosts, and I'm only going to talk about three of them, just because you know no, timing. Three of the five. And, and Is one of them awesome. him? Is one of them the Forbit? Well, Corbett was one of them. Okay. Yes. And so the other, I guess, ghosts that I'm going to talk about are um, the ghosts of Walter Hussey and his bride, Maud Plunkett. Oh, Maud Hussey. Maud Hussey Plunkett. Maud Hussey Plunkett. Yeah. Mod Hussey, Plunkett. Hussey Plunkett. Oh, my Plunkett God. Hussey. Do you just want to see the hell out of that porn? I do. Starring, like, uh, Drawn and Quartered, starring Maud Hussey Plunkett. I imagine like don't steal my porn ideas. I imagine like Maude Lebowski. So I have like Julianne Moore and like Ron Jeremy in my head right now. Oh, drawn and quartered. Sorry, Maude Hussey Plunkett. Maude Hussey Plunkett just means fat porn to me. But I mean, yeah, it's chubby porn. So <laughs> chubby chaser, chubby chaser. So <laughs> just like fucking a couch. Walter Hussey. <sighs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I okay. Sorry. True story. I once dated a man. You once fucked a couch. No. <laughs> I once dated a man who, for some reason, like all the like very large women were attracted to. So he was just like, yeah, like all the like gigantic women are I'm attracted to me. About and I dated a bunch of like f- like 400, 500 pound women. And I was like, what is that like to have sex with a 500 pound woman? And yep. he was like. It's like fucking a couch. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Uh, yeah, which which uh, honestly made my self esteem plummet. I was just like, you normally fuck couch sized women. Do you think couch sized? <laughs> no. Um, but it was also just like that's hilarious. You're just a couch fucker. You're a man who fucks couches. And couch he said, just said it like it's just like fucking a couch. Like. Like he had a it's compare interesting contrast that he had that point sort of, of reference. Yeah. He just pulled that right yeah. then and there. He was like, I fucked couches. It's just Look, like I, fucking a couch. I fucked a few things in my days. I, I fucked a sheep. I fucked a couch. Uh, I fucked a man with leprosy. I, I fucked, fucked a man with leprosy. I, I fucked a sheep-sized fart, fart man, man with, with leprosy. leprosy. I fucked a uh, sheep-sized no-face fart man mm-hmm. with leprosy. Let yeah. me tell you what. sex. Big girls are like couches. Look, it's not fart men. It's just like fucking a couch. Just like fucking a couch. Sorry, I took us down another rabbit hole. Yeah. So, do you long for the days of me talking about the wrestling at this point? Probably. <laughs> so, Walter Hussey was the young Lord of Galtrim. He was a cavalier. Um, so, he was on the side of the monarchy. Mm-hmm. He was sent to Malahide to fight roundheads. So while he was in Malahide, he fell in love with Lady Maud Plunkett, who also... Who wouldn't? She's so sexy. With a name Lady like... Lady Plunk- Maud Plunkett. Plunkett? With a name like Plunkett. She's got to be good. Yeah. <laughs> she She's also- the smuckers of couch women. She really is. <laughs> she- <laughs> smuckers. Oh with a name like Smuckers, it has to be good. <laughs> smuckers raspberry. Smuckers raspberry preserve. Um, Maud also happened to be the love interest of a member of the Talbot family, who were... Um, also cavaliers. Right. 
so she agreed actually she agreed to marry walter um however he still had to go out and fight like he was still in the middle of this war kind of so it's yeah, not marriage like, doesn't get you out of fighting <coughs> exactly so awesome. marriage doesn't get you out of warring right you just have so, to war exactly when so, your king says war you war yeah he couldn't just stay in malahide and hang out with his bride to be so he just hang out with sexy plunkett yeah so Good on the old mor- dirty plunkett so on the morning of Walter and Maud's wedding, um, Hussey was ambushed on his way to the castle where they were going to be wed um, and was killed by getting, uh, he was speared in the side. So oh, no, through a spear. Just like Jesus. Just like Jesus. You were a second ahead of me. I was going <laughs> to say the same So many Jesus strokes. So yeah, he got a spear to the side and he died. Um, spear to the side and he died. Yeah. That's You're a, a good poet. Rhyme. You didn't know it. So, upon learning of Walter's death, Maud immediately wed Hussey's rival. Oh. Immediately, she was like, "Hey, Dad, I'm going to marry you now." She was like, "Who's in charge around here? I'll take it." Look, a dick's yeah. a dick, right? At this point, like, my name's Maud Plunkett. Get all up in my Plunkett. <laughs> I'm going to get this in my Plunkett. Get it in my Plunkett. Get it in my Plunkett. So Walter is said to haunt the um, the castle. In this Re- is all your fault. I know this is my fault. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Walter actually is said to haunt the castle. Um. Because he's of, just trying to get in her plunket. Well, he's kind of resentful of what Maud did to him. Yeah. So what, I get it, man. So people have reported seeing a ghost walking around the castle, like groaning, like. Meh. And showing his side, holding his side, and oh! showing people the spear wound. Like this is why I couldn't fucking show up. And that oh, he's making excuses at this point. Yeah, I was trying to get married. Yeah. Like I was I just trying wanted to, fuck to get her in married. the plunket. So Maud was a bit of a harpy. Um, so Maud was married three times. Maud also haunts. Okay, the castle. Oh, wait, Maud's That's, there too. Maud's oh, there too. Oh no, do they fight? Do they ghost fight? Here's the first the, rule about Ghost Fight Club is you don't talk about Ghost Fight Club. Here's so the we best can't part. talk about on, no. the, on the podcast. No. Here's the best the part about Maud. rule of Ghost Fight Club is you don't talk about Ghost Fight Club. Maud is not seen as she was the day she was supposed to marry Walter. You actually get Maud later on in life when she was a super fucking psycho. So you will get old version of Maud. So you have Walter. I think I like Crazy Maud more. Crazy Maud is more. So she is such a harpy that she caused her second husband to leave her as well. So she married her third husband wait, wait, wait. who was why a judge. Did, why did her first husband leave? Because the first he husband died. Okay. He did. First husband died. Yeah, Walter murdered. Dead. Second husband left her. Left because she's like this. This bitch he's is like, crazy. This bitch is crazy. Okay. So she married. He was like that Plunkett, not that sweet, not that sweet. Yep. So she married a third gentleman who is a judge. Uh, they call him Chief Justice. They call him the judge. No, they call him Chief Justice, which is I think a really good name. So um, they call him Judge Shooty. <laughs> <laughs> the cases are real. The decisions are final. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Judge Plunkett. Judge Plunkett. Um <laughs> bum, bum, bum. So her third marriage, and so it wasn't she wasn't the nicest of women. She would verbally assault her husband. She would actually physically assault her husband. Um Okay, so she's saucy. She Let's was a bit honest. Saucy. She's an Irish woman. She was a plunket. Yeah, she's a plunket. Um and so the ghost that you see is actually an older version of Maud 
chasing around Lord Chief Justice. Oh my god, around the just like Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, like just like Pirates. Does she have a rolling pin? Yeah, and just spin around and show him her larboard side. Yeah. Well, that's kind of your cargo, dearie. Show him your larboard side. Which is why I was like, this is the castle I want because I had that vision of the woman with the rolling pin chasing the dude around the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. So the version of Maud you get is the one that is chasing Chief Justice around, the older version, the psycho version, because she just was so mean to him. He used to spend his time, like when he had free time, he would just work out. So he could like defend he himself was against Irish He her. was working out so he could fight off his mean ass old wife. Yeah. And he knew about it too when they when he married her. Everyone's like, you know she's a fucking crazy person. But I guess he's like, eh, pussy's a pussy. So he <laughs> married her. She's got a real nice castle. Real nice castle. I mean, she... Well, Do she, I hear six? Who makes it six? I'll give you six. Six bottles of rum. It ain't rum, I'm after. It be gold. Yeah. With eggs for rum. There it is. Hey, you guys. It be gold I'm after. Let's go to New, uh, Disneyland. Oh, that's yeah, a good idea. Do, do you know what's funny about that is when I was a child growing up in Los Angeles, going to Disneyland, the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, all of those like chasing, it was men chasing women mm-hmm. for all the raping. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then in the 90s, I would say, they swapped it and made it women chasing men who were holding, who plates are holding of food. trays of food. Mm-hmm. So it's like the men are trying to steal food and the women are chasing them with rolling pins being like, give me my grapes back. Uh, and then there's one fat woman who's chasing a man and she's just got like, gimme, gimme, gimme fingers because she just wants that sweet D. Sweet it, it vitamin D. It kind of ruins the joke. Yes. But it did used to be real rapey. And then in the 90s, Disney said, this is too much rapey. Well, they yeah. weren't wrong, Vanessa. Uh, yeah. The pirates were They were rapesmen. a bit rapey. The pirates were rapey. Yeah, I mean, they uh, pillagey. They were a bit pillagey. Yeah. But I suppose, you know, kids and everything are on that ride. They don't need to know about rapey stuff. You gotta teach them like proper messages Yeah, six-year-olds don't need to know about rape. No. Tell I me mean, about another ghost, dear. No, those were actually my three ghosts. I mean, I could okay, tell so you about... Okay, so she chases him around with a rolling pin, and yeah. she says, you stay in line, husband of mine. More or less, and so yeah. people will see a woman kind of chasing something around. Was was he significantly younger than her? Were they were about the same, the same age. age? Mm-hmm. So maybe it was not his first marriage either. So maybe he was used to a strong, confident woman. Yeah, and that's why strong, he Strong, confident, rapey woman. Yeah. I mean, the other ghost that I could talk about is a, um, a jester, court jester named... Oh, Bob. I'm already in. Do you, uh, do you know what? A little bit enough, the, yeah. Off the, off the dome. Tell off me, the dome. tell me about the jester off the I'm dome. I'm gonna tell you about the jester off the dome. Okay, here um, we go. No was, notes. His name was Puck. Puck the jester, just Puck. like Midsummer Nights. Yeah, or, Midsummer Nights Dream. Okay, so when I read Puck, I I thought of the real world, San Francisco, where they had very different Puck, just very different. Snot Puck. rockets, man. <laughs> Snot rockets and bicycle delivery. Um, <laughs> No, so he was a dwarf. That was some good recall. I didn't remember. Yeah. I, literally, I literally Thank also you. went snot rocket and made the snot rocket you hand did. motion. Ah, it's not right. So Puck was a dwarf. Um, and Tell me more. <laughs> Puck. Magic ghost. So he was, he was a little person and he was the court 
Jester of Malahide yeah. Castle. Sure. Um, Which, I mean, unless you're Tyrion Lannister, that's sort of your only option. It, yeah. Pretty much. So he was, part of his job um, was also to guard the jail cells and stuff in the basement of really? the castle. Yeah. So they sent him there just to look, because he, he was seems, a very loyal servant. He seems ill-equipped for that job. So tell well, me no, jokes. I mean, they were locked up. So it was like, tell me jokes. And then at night, also go and make sure that everybody in the prisons... So, are okay now king henry the eighth at this point because i think it was henry the eighth had sent a woman a lady he thought was trying to do some doodiddling with uh, his court maybe trying to like usurp him or do some shit gotcha she was oh. trying to fuck her way in yeah she was so he sent her to malahide castle so puck was there and was like managing you know the stables essentially the jail cells sure he was like hey people he fell in love with the midget fell in love. I, I the dwarf fell in love. Oh Jesus! Uh, little person. Um, little person. Because I'm over too. We have we have offended. I was like so many both people. offensive. Little person. Like I'm little pissing person. off Irish people. I'm making fun of midgets. Like everything is terrible. Irish midgets are just livid with you right now. I know. It's all so, over. So Puck secretly. It was only a. It was a one-sided relationship. Oh. He fell in love with this woman and started to you know give her favor similar to your story where like, like did he write her poetry do we have that i poetry? want him to write it would be so good it would be so i'd love to lick your knee it's <laughs> <laughs> your own fault you did no, this to his me his face is crotch height so he could just <laughs> he doesn't have to like bend over Wait, this is great what, for his posture what what's he gonna do <laughs> I, I really wish this was a video podcast right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was a one-sided relationship, but the um, the rulers of Malahide, so the people in charge, noticed that Puck was falling in love with this woman. They're like, you know what? We can't do this. So in the middle of the night, as he was on his watch, someone stabbed him in the chest. Oh, he no. was in his love. Yeah, well, they thought he was going to release her, and that was going to create all sorts of problems for oh, the monarchy. Oh, she was in jail. She was in jail. Yeah, yeah she was not uh, she was sent a bad to, girl. Yeah, she was not sent to the castle Look, because she was a good girl. The heart wants what it wants. Yeah. yeah. So they were afraid of what he was going to do. Kind oh, of like your he... story, how she uh, took the British man out and met them. They were like, we don't want that to happen to us us so what they did was after he was in his jester costume when they killed him too so he was like outside in the middle of the night in the his snow motley. in the fucking snow it was winter time and he was standing outside and someone Blood stabbed on the snow. him in the chest Aww. so puck is so as he was dying he says i'm going to haunt this castle in every male line until eternity essentially Ooh. so puck his ghost will sometimes I mean, what else is he doing eh, yeah <laughs> He's, but by all means, he's actually not a malicious ghost. He's a just kind well, of. Well, he was a jester. Yeah. But he will sometimes show up in pictures. So you will see, really? and you will see, like in a fireplace, you will see the jester's head. Oh, that's cool. And that's the story of Puck. And those are the five ghosts of Malahide Castle. Um, my beer was a car bomb, which has nothing to do with my story, but I wanted to fuck with all of us. Uh, so which I you gave did us successfully. an Irish car bomb. Mission completed. I feel like I'm going to eat two cookies and take a oh, nap. Me too. Eat two cookies. <laughs> I'm going to eat all those cookies. Um, so that is, yeah, the story of Malahide Castle. That's real good. I like the, um, I, I know you did not prepare the part with Puck, but I do like I that. Do. I like yeah. the ghost of a court jester. Yeah. Me too. I like the idea of that. I like the idea of like... Uh, Playful spooks have interrupted your journey. Like I, I think that that's <laughs> it's so many Disneyland inside yeah. baseball jokes today. Oh, for sure. Um, I was I, that's cute to me. Yeah. I also like the wife 
attacking her husband. There's a lot of Disneyland. The script. Yeah. So I guess that brings us to the part of the podcast, (laughs) Bob, where you drunkenly now have to decide. No, no, I'm I'm in good shape, actually. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. Vanessa wins only because I got to say the phrase sheep-sized faceless fart man. (laughs) Yay! Um, Every time I think about that phrase, it makes me laugh so hard. I was like, it's real good because it's like like a cryptid, which we don't normally talk about. We don't do cryptozoology. We don't do the like... We don't do the like Bigfooty. We do all ghosts. But mm-hmm. I was like, if it's a ghost cryptid, that's pretty let's special. Let's talk about it. And you're thinking too much about what like you've fart. done here. I don't care. I got to say, fart man. Fart man. <laughs> let's be clear. He smelled like sulfur. He smelled like the devil's farts. <laughs> Sheep sized faceless fart man. <laughs> okay. Uh, These so, are the things that tickle me. So good job. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Yes. This was a, a solid episode. Bob is more Khajiit catching flies. He really is. Um, like this was mess. a solid episode. I feel like last week we had a guest and you fucking reined it in. But but the but before the guest and now after the guest, you have just been like, hey, do you know what I'm going to do? Get everyone real fucking fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. I came in with Killian's, which is a good beer. Yeah, I good came in. Good solid beer. Yeah, no. A good solid that's, Irish beer. That's not what I do. Good tie into my story. And you were just like, hey, do you know what I brought? Drunkenness. Drunkenness. Yeah. It's like I made that joke about like my next beer is gonna be a bottle of tequila. Yeah. You are one step away from that. Because I gotta tell you this. If if there if I had not been able to say the words sheep sized faceless fart man, you would have won because I'm in such a great mood yeah, right now. It's true. I'm in such a great like, mood right in, now. <laughs> an Irish car bomb at two o'clock on a Saturday afternoon is a good it's decision. It's a great time. It's a good decision. Because I feel like I'm gonna be home and in bed by seven. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna wake up on tomorrow and I'm be like great. Oh, so I'm gonna do all the laundry. I'm gonna do I'm gonna like do so chores. many things around it's the house. Be awesome. So yeah, next week um, is the first week of spring. Yeah, I don't know what we're going to do. We'll, we'll do, do some something. springtime ghost we'll probably. We'll something. We'll do some but spring. But while we're trying to figure out what kind of ghosts we're going to do. Yeah. Hey, if people are interested in knowing more about Holy us. Holy shit, it's a good thing you mentioned that. Because did I mention it? There are ways that you can get a hold of us. There are well, ways that you can contact us, be friends with us. You can rate, review, and fucking subscribe. Well, let me ask you a question. Yes, Bob. If I want to send uh-huh. Booze and Brews podcast an email, how do I do it? Vanessa? Uh, you can send an email to boozeandbrewspodcast at gmail.com. So you can send us, you can send us episode suggestions. You can send us personal ghost stories, yeah, yeah, the hometown haunts, like whatever you want. Uh, Maybe any, we'll talk about anything it. Anything fun and ghosty. If you send us ads for like erectile dysfunction, we I'm probably gonna, won't talk about I'm it. I'm going to delete that shit. Now, yeah. Vanessa, that's great and everything, but if I don't have that, but I really, really love Facebook. If you I love, love social media. Uh, if you want a social media guru, what do I do? A, on the Facebooks, we are booze and brews. Mm. Yeah, you on the find Instagrams, us. we are. Oh no, no, no! Wait, wait, hang on. I like Instagram. Okay. Yeah. I enjoy engaging you, with brands on Instagram. Do you enjoy the stories? Because there's a real good story up right, right now, now of us doing Irish car bombs. It's gonna go away in the next 24 hours, people. And it's trouble. Uh, on honestly, hopefully you're listening to this fairly quickly after it launches because that's a real solid story. It's a yeah. great story. So, I'm gonna upload this immediately. So much of us being drunk. Yeah, but you can find us on the Instagram at Booze and Bruce Podcast. Yeah, and we take we it's like cute pictures of all of us of the setup of the mm-hmm. beers we drink. That's right. 
little uh, background about what ghost tours we're doing this week. That's right. And same thing with Facebook. We, and uh, it's sort of the to easiest the way to know when we're having a new episode yeah. drop. Yeah. And if you are looking for the podcast, you can find it on SoundCloud. You can find it on iTunes and or Stitcher. Yeah. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Do because it, it helps us out. I wasn't going to swear at them. But it does help us out significantly. Yeah, it would be great if you guys would. If you listen and you like it, please let us know. Something, yeah, that'd be great. If you don't like it, we don't want to hear about it. Yeah, no, shut your mouth. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Go find another podcast you do like. Yeah, rate that one, jackass. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If you don't like our podcast, you just fuck yourself right to hell. Uh, Wow. (laughs) And if you do, the uh, sheep-sized, faceless fart man will haunt you. Will he will come for you? He will. The elemental will come for you. Bob is a about to stick it it's all over me i almost shot beer out of my nose (laughs) my eyes are watering oh Oh my god all right so we figure out what we're gonna do next week yeah so just tune in you can be surprised what we do next week oh but yeah in the meantime thanks for listening um this has been melissa and vanessa and we really do appreciate you listening thanks for spending the time with us having a beer with us listening to some ghost stories with us and we will talk to you next time yep Cheers. cheers